Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Hello, this is Tim Howard. I'm the host of Reflect the Life You Want. I'm especially excited today to have as my special guest of the Reflect the Life You Want podcast, Stephanie Adams of YNY People Development. Welcome to the show, Thank Stephanie. Thank you very much. It's WNY People Development. WNY yes. People Development. And we talked about that specifically before, <laughs> and I still got it wrong. It confuses people. Uh, I totally get it. <laughs> WNY People Development. So you and I first met a few years ago, and we realized we had a lot of mutual connections mm-hmm. in this community. And uh, so that's where we got started. And now... Uh, we're on to different things than maybe we were doing before, but um, one mutual connection you and I have, uh, my co-author of the Mirror Book Project, Maria Spears, you and she were in a, a women's networking group, the WOW group. She really helped bring us through when the pandemic first hit and we were all home and yeah. we were really looking for that connection and that ability to just talk to other people that were also sitting at home and, yeah. and she was great and she always brought so much light to yes. all of our conversations. So, yes, yeah. she's a great lady. So your background is in training and development, mm-hmm. kind of more so in the corporate culture, but now you're doing other new stuff and yes. fun stuff. So why don't you give, for the benefit of our listening audience that maybe don't know a little anything about Stephanie, kind of what your personal professional background is what brought you to where you are now and what you have passion for today all right so i actually started in the world of education Uh, i started my career in philadelphia public schools Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i really learned there i I, the kids that i was working with were the ones that typically weren't given a chance or weren't given a shot it was Mm -hmm. presumed they were going to end up in jail on drugs dead Um, what i found in those schools with those kids just such so much talent so much ability so much love and i learned so much from those students that i had the opportunity to work with mm-hmm. um so that's really where my leadership journey started uh was working with students and helping them find their career path so they would um, have different opportunities to go into different career and technical pathways mm-hmm. and so we did a lot of career um exploration at that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, That led me into working at the uh, post-secondary level. I've taught in the community college system as well as worked in student services and worked in the training field uh, within the um, uh, community college and university system. Mm -hmm. And then I finally made my way to corporate and uh, started training and working with leaders in the corporate sector. And it's been such a great ride. Mm -hmm. Um, I love nonprofit. I love making a difference, but I also love the corporate leadership style. What I was looking for was a way to mesh both of those. Mm. Um, When my husband and I got married, we always made a joke that he would make the money and I would change the world. (laughs) And so my goal was I always wanted to get to a place in my life that I could start a nonprofit where I could provide training for nonprofits. What I found in my experience is that nonprofit leaders give of themselves 100%. -hmm. All of the funding they receive goes to their clients or the causes that they support. And a lot of times that means they don't get to invest in themselves and their team. So Mm -hmm. I said, hey, I want to be able to do this at some point. Um, 
when I made the decision to step away from a corporate training position a few years ago, mm-hmm. I realized I could do both. Mm-hmm. So I started my own training and development company called WNY People Development, and we'll get into what that WNY yeah. stands for at some point. Um, but during that time, um, I said, you know what, I want to be able to give back into my community as well as provide these corporate training and coaching opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a give back program where every for-profit piece of business I do, I put 10% aside of my profits to provide free training for nonprofits locally. Awesome. Um, so all they have to do, it's a really simple application process on the website. They tell me what they need. And so mm-hmm. I've worked with you know organizations like the YWCA, Community Boys and Girls Club, uh, mm-hmm. Feast Down East, uh, you know, and, and done whatever it is their needs are, I've been able to provide that in addition to doing the corporate business that I've been picking up um, over the past 18 months. That's great. It's yeah. great that you're able to give back, as you know, in my primary profession and Homes for Heroes Realtor, we're giving back money to people that serve in our community. I love your hometown heroes. <laughs> I love that program. Yeah. And yes, I think I think it's important that we do that. Yeah, it's, you know, my mindset is that I've been incredibly blessed and that my ability to bless others and in turn, there's just kind of a ripple effect out in the community that we're able to make a difference in people's lives. So right. you're doing that by leveraging your paying clients than your ability to give back. And I like my paying clients to know that they were responsible for that. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to send a thank you note that says, hey, because of this piece of business that you gave WNY People Development, we've been able to provide this to this organization. So thank you very much. And I take a picture with the thank you poster and send it to them to say, these are the people that you've helped, you know, provide some leadership training that they wouldn't have been able to get otherwise. And that's incredibly gratifying, I imagine, for you personally, yeah. plus for your clients. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So, so training and development, people development, what is it about that that, you know, just gets you fired up every day that you want to go do? Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, <laughs> people are so much fun. Um, you know, I... I think, so WNY stands for Why Not You. Yeah. What I have found over the years, whether I was in nonprofit, whether I was in corporate, whether it was an entry-level role or a C-suite executive, we struggle with confidence mm. and about whether or not we should ask for that promotion or to step up and take charge in that meeting. Raise your hand. Um, and, and what I love is the part about training is, is to help people discover about themselves. Mm-hmm. I tell people I'm not a trainer. I'm a facilitator. Mm. My job, if I'm doing my job correctly, they're doing the talking, they're doing the exploration of themselves, the assessment that goes, well, why do I react that way? Mm-hmm. Or why do we struggle with our relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just bring the fun. Yeah. I bring the music, I bring the activities, I bring the energy, because um, some people, you know, I'm an energetic person. I'm, <laughs> yes, a, cheer- you are. I'm a 15-year cheerleader, five-year coach. It, it, it's <laughs> every part of me. Um, but with that, you know, being able to help people discover the best parts of themselves, mm-hmm. I, I believe that there's so much of it, um, skills can be taught, right? How to use your computer, how to use a certain software, how to you know, create a, a new logistical plan for your organization. Mm-hmm. What we don't take time to do is think about why we are behaving the way we are behaving mm-hmm. with the teams that we work with. Why does this person drive me crazy? <laughs> why do we have conflict on our team? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the training and development that I do is really about building teams my my sweet spot are the millennial and Gen Z leaders. Yeah. Those are your future workforce, mm-hmm. right? They're your future leaders. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, it's just a different type 
of, of um, individual right now, and mm-hmm. they have different skill sets. And so I think in, in the workplace right now, we've got five generations represented. Right. That's a lot of different styles, communication styles, workforce styles, things that we're into. So it, it's really important to help people understand each other. Yes. Pause, find out why you behave the way you do. This mm-hmm. is why I behave the way I do. How do we leverage both of those to mm-hmm. make our team excel, yeah. succeed? So. Well, that's really cool. And you and I have a similar passion for education and training, my background. Um, um, and you're now doing some coaching as well. I know that's not your, your what you thought you'd be doing, but you're doing some of that as well. Yeah, I originally started, you know, when I put the website together. So WNY launched um, February 29th, 2020. It was yeah. leap day. I was <laughs> so excited. I'd been planning it for six months. And two weeks later, you know, the world COVID, shut down yeah. and the business model was built on in-person training, mm-hmm. right? That was the goal. Coaching was sort of there, um, but it's been really interesting to see how that has just kind of, that has been probably the larger portion of my business over mm-hmm. the past six months in particular. Mm-hmm. I think the pandemic has a lot to do with that. Yeah, um, People feel really lost. Mm-hmm. Um, we were so separated from our coworkers for so long and, uh, and still are. In, mm-hmm. in a lot of um, spaces. And I think that it's just people are looking to connect again. Mm-hmm. They're trying to connect with themselves. They're mm-hmm. questioning, am I doing what I want to do in life? Yeah. Am, am I succeeding in the way that I want to? Do I need to change how I do work? Um, and so I think that there, there's that aspect of it from the personal, really these questions of what am I doing here? Because mm-hmm. it really made us think about that. Yeah. You know? um, the other piece of it is they, they've lost the relationships mm. with people that they don't get to see in the office every day. Right. Um, and so that's been really neat to have a coaching opportunity to sit down and talk through the experience. You know, what is it like now being on a computer screen? And, you know, emotions don't come across as easily. No, they don't. And, and how you read a text message or a Slack message. Yeah. <laughs> That can really be taken yeah. in different ways. Yes. And so, you know, investigating for yourself, why did I automatically put a negative tone to that? Mm-hmm. What is it in the relationship you have with that person or in a situation that's occurred in the office over the yeah. past couple of weeks? What made you go to that place? Mm-hmm. Um, so coaching has been a really great experience for me mm-hmm. because I learned from my clients. Yes. And yeah. I'm sure you do too. I do as well. Yeah. It's the... Um, the opportunity to get to serve a client and then what you're help really helping them to see themselves, see their own mind and help them to work on whatever they're working on. But I oftentimes will find myself, Hmm, I'm benefiting by having this conversation (laughs) myself. (laughs) I get stuck like that sometimes too. I wonder, I got to think differently about this. Wow. This person's got a really great insight on this subject. How do I apply more of that to my own Mm -hmm. life or how can I help that in another situation? Yeah. And uh, I think just just like, you know, having guests on this podcast and just having you as a guest, it's like I get this incredible opportunity to meet so many really cool, fascinating people and get to know more about them and learn from them Mm -hmm. and just take it all in. It's just like, wow, how fortunate am I to get to do this? What a cool opportunity. Yeah. So it's a pleasure to have you here today and you to share some of your insights with me and the rest of our listeners. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's definitely, um, you know, the coaching experience, it's so much about trust. Yes. And if you are able to take down those walls and be vulnerable with someone and yes. to be able to truly share the real thoughts in your head about, mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I think I'm excelling here or I'm not. And this mm-hmm. is why mm-hmm. um, that trusting relationship is everything. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't feel that you have that in your workspace or within your home, even mm-hmm. a coach is such a great dumping ground sometimes <laughs> to be able to have, you know, if you've had a rough day, sometimes you can't go complain to your boss about it, especially yeah. if your boss is the reason that you feel mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. So to have that coaching relationship, I really, I really appreciate that people feel that I've become that safe space for them mm-hmm. to have that and say, God, today was just awful. Let me tell you why. Um, and then to be able to bounce it back and say, well, I see that, but what if you reframed it this way? And and for the light bulb to go off, it, it really is mm-hmm. to have that kind of an impact on someone professionally and personally. I, I really feel very grateful that people trust me to help them work through that. Yeah. I think that is probably the key element of the coaching relation. And then one thing you mentioned too is like how do i create this space and hold space for this other person and create that environment where they feel safe being vulnerable mm-hmm. um but then i also find is that most of the answers they already have within themselves and then rather than me providing advice just holding that space mm-hmm. for them to self-discover the answer by reflecting their mind back to them yeah. Um, and one of the key skills I've learned in my, in my experience is that not projecting myself into the situation, not the shoulds that come to mind. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's not about them. That's not about their situation. That's about me. I got to go do my own self coaching for (laughs) that. (laughs) Yeah. Having to pause, Yes. you know, um, especially when I, when I led a team of my own, Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes I knew what they needed, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't my job to tell them what they needed. Yeah. They needed to figure that out. So my job became listening yes. and being able to reframe and give back to them mm-hmm. for them to come to it on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, if you're, if you're a leader, your job isn't to mm-hmm. dictate how things should be done. Right. Strategic vision, and it's about building more leaders. Right. And so you build leaders by teaching them to problem solve, to think critically, to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is um, a skill that, especially now with mm-hmm. the next generation of workforce that's coming through, yeah. you have to be able to take the time to help your leaders grow. Mm-hmm. And if you are only telling them what to do, you're doing them a disservice because you're not building a strong workforce. Mm-hmm. You're essentially being a dictator in, in the situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, I was talking to a guest recently, we were talking about generationally, you know, some of the, some of the challenges we face as leaders now is different, mm-hmm. both culturally, uh, generationally, the values that we may have grown up with and how to have a perspective that's different mm-hmm. than, uh, the generation that may be coming up now and how do we how do we do that more effectively it it takes it takes quite a bit of effort sometimes mm-hmm. that um, you as a leader if, if you truly are a leader generally you have to have that servant's heart mm-hmm. and how do you do that and how do you show up in a way that enables these people to flourish and thrive yet you and you get the maximum contribution from them in the organization but still value them in a way that's maybe different than the way you grew up So my biggest advice that I always share is that the research is out there. Different breeds innovation. Mm -hmm. So if you are sitting in a room with people that agree with everything that you have to say, you're going to stagnate. Yes. And 
Business can't stagnate these days. Mm-hmm. It's moving. It's rolling. Mm-hmm. It is. It is changing constantly. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have diverse perspectives mm-hmm. and 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 be able to hear all of them, and reflect on them. And as the leader, yes, you may have the ultimate decision of which way you move forward with. Mm-hmm. But making sure that you're creating space that the voices of everyone in that room are heard, mm-hmm. and the different ones that are heard are also brought to the surface um, to be able to focus on because. Those different voices, whether it's age, race, religion, uh, whatever it is that makes that person different, the experience that they bring to the table, Mm -hmm. that is going to help your team and your organization be better because they're bringing a perspective that you maybe haven't thought of. Yes. Right. It's very easy for us to get wrapped up in our lives, our life experiences, and the things that we believe to be true. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a a problem with just the world right now. Mm -hmm. We are at home, we were on our phones, and we were flipping through pages that reflected what we believe. Mm -hmm. And so it's literally mirroring back to us our belief system. Right. And so being able to step out of that, being courageous to put yourself in a space that you're uncomfortable, mm-hmm. be uncomfortable with someone that's different than you, ask someone different to lunch and have a conversation with someone that you don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, it really, it, it can change a culture of a of an office. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that's been hard to do because so much of what we've been doing has been, you know, on mm-hmm on Zoom, (laughs) you know? Yes. But those relationships are incredibly important and you want to create that space for people to be able to share opinions, Mm -hmm. views, and Mm -hmm. ideas. Yeah, Maria Spears actually, uh, in the interaction we had recently, shared an insight to me that was really powerful. And it was like when you have something, a perspective or something that someone shares with you and you don't understand or it doesn't Mm -hmm. quite land right with you is to get curious. And she shared that the etymology of one of the etymologies of the word curious comes from the word care. So if I truly step in with curiosity and want to seek to truly understand that other person, I'm really showing love. Mm-hmm. I'm caring for that other person. I want to understand their perspective. Right. It may be different than mine, but my ability to hold space for that mm-hmm. and have that maybe awkward conversation at first because their perspective is different than mine. Yeah. Then if I remain humble, I'm going to learn from them. Mm-hmm. And then I might be able to share part of my perspective, but I got to seek to understand first. Yes. As Stephen Covey would say. Yep. <laughs> seek first to understand, not to respond. Not to be understood. Right. But yeah. to be thoughtful about how do I re- how does I connect with that person yeah. then that may have a different perspective than me. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, we're all human, mm-hmm. and we all seek love. Mm-hmm. We all want to be seen, yes, and we want to be valued. Yes, we do. And that, you know, is a lesson that was really brought home to me when I started working in education. Mm-hmm. You know, every single student, regardless of what their academic level was or what street they grew up on, every single child that came into that building wanted to be seen. Yes and wanted someone to invest in them and believe in them. And, um, you know, as adults, as professionals, we want the same things. Mm -hmm. And that's what I tell my leaders all the time. Yes, of course people want promotions. Yes, of course they want to make more money. Of course they want to develop in their career. But a lot of times they just want to be heard. So take that moment to listen to how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Why are they happy? Unhappy? Why are they? Why are they stagnating in their career? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and that's really just. I, I make sure when I am out shopping or whatever, I hold a door for somebody mm-hmm. and I look them in the eye when they walk through, mm-hmm. because I want them to be seen. 
It's yeah. a stranger. I'm not looking to start a relationship with this person. It's mm. just a matter of respect for somebody that is out there and they may be having a bad day. Yeah. And if I smile, that may change that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I view it. Bringing a little piece of joy and happiness to the world around you in very simple ways. Mm-hmm. It's important. Now, each interaction we have is gift mm-hmm. and our ability to inspire, yeah. encourage, elevate the other person is, yeah. is of value. We were speaking a little bit ahead of the show around kind of tying back to the reflect the life you want mm-hmm. and the reflect acrostic. What of that reflectic acrostic resonated for you? And couple that kind of touched home for you was one was to recognize the power to change and the other one was to feel now what you imagine it will be when. Right. And you and I were having a conversation, had the show around, you know, where are you headed? What's the end game? And I was, I was thinking about that specifically. It's like, how do I feel now about creating that future vision? And I thought, well, you're in the midst of that as a new business startup venture too, the last year and a half. What's yeah. that been like? Um, the business continues to, to adapt and change. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been, <laughs> it, it's, it's been a really great analogy for what's going on in the world. You mm-hmm. know, we're, we're all having to move and do things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, going back to that, that sense of discomfort. Um, you know, when I, when I started WNY People Development, the goal was for it to be an in-person training company. Mm-hmm. And coaching, like I said, was out there, but it wasn't a, a real focus. But that's become a much more um, prevalent part of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know where that leaves me right now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, there, the world is a ever changing place. And so do, do I put my time and energies into building more coach, coaching clientele or do I keep pushing for the training modules piece? I love that part. I mm-hmm. mean, that for me, just, I, I love being in front of a room full of people and then getting them into a situation where they're having really good dialogue that's going to help them be better as a team. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just, I get joy out of that. It's fun. Um, going to work to me, you know, I've always, I, when I used to counsel students, um, you know, you're working 75% of your life. Right. You better make it something that you want to wake up in the morning and do. And if it gets mm-hmm. to a point that you don't want to do it anymore, it may be time to up and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I love the coaching aspect of, of my role has been a blast and I'm really enjoying that. And I do look forward to deepening that part of the business. But I, I think that I'm still, I'm reflecting. I'm a, you know, what's coming to mind is that you need to be coaching trainers. That's and maybe that's. <laughs> I will tell you. Uh, I, I went to a I went to a training conference last year, yeah. all virtual, five days. I was like, this is going to be a nightmare. I'm like, how can we do a training conference for five days? Oh my gosh! Friday came along. I was hyped. Yeah. I was hyped all week because they were trainers. They were all people just like me. Yeah. And there is for some people, we're a lot to take. Mm-hmm. For trainers. It was awesome. Yeah. Every every activity you were engaged, you were you were I was dancing in my home office, <laughs> you know? And it just finding your people yeah. is great. Um, and so training trainers, that would be a blast. And and maybe that'll be down the line for me. Um, but for right now, you know, I love I also I, I'm not a big fan of monotony. I like change and different. Mm-hmm. So I've had the opportunity to work with healthcare organizations, construction, mm-hmm. um, nonprofit. It, you know, manufacturing and each type of group you work with is different. Yes. And I kind of love that. I can do the exact same session. It's I, nothing I do is, I shouldn't say that, nothing I do is the exact same. I fully customize with whoever my client is, but right. I do have general agendas mm-hmm. that we try and pull from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can do the same session with three different groups. And if I do a university group, 
construction group and a healthcare group, those conversations look very, very different. different. Yeah, but it's great. It yeah. keeps me on my toes. Um, but again, it goes back to people want to be seen. They want to be heard. Yes. They want to be valued, yes. regardless of the industry that they're in. Mm-hmm. And they want to talk to each other and build those relationships. Yeah. So you've been at this YNY people development for about a year and a half yep. now. What is one of the biggest learnings you think you've had for yourself personally as you've gone out now, you're a small business owner and you're helping other people? What is um, the big growth area for you? I wouldn't say it was a growth area. It's been more of a realization. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent my career, whether it's been in education or HR, mm-hmm. helping others. Not because I had to. It's something I really do enjoy seeing people succeed. And mm-hmm. I want to help people be the, the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, those relationships that I have built and those I don't know, support pieces that I've put into place for others mm-hmm. have been the backbone of my company. Yeah. Um, I haven't had to invest a ton of money into marketing thus mm-hmm. far. Um, when I get a phone call, it's from someone that knew me because our children were in daycare together. Yeah. And, you know, there was a comment made to me that I remember when we were at, you know, one of the first parties and I didn't know anybody and you came right up to me, you introduced yourself, you brought me in mm-hmm. and I just really appreciated how you know open you were to inviting me into the group mm-hmm. and now that person is a director of sales and what did she do she picked up the phone to call me when she needed training for her team yeah that has been such such just an eye-opening piece for me is that when you give to others it comes back to you mm-hmm. even if you're not intending it to yes um and so i think that that um you know building the network and making sure that i'm building a network that's authentic mm-hmm. i don't want to build a network simply to say i've got 200 business cards in my wallet right i want to build a group of people that i respect Mm -hmm. and I learn from when Mm -hmm. we have those conversations and then they can learn from me if it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, I think that's been, if you do good, Mm -hmm. good comes back to you. Um, And as a small business owner, that's just so, so paramount. And Mm -hmm. and just, you know, I'm just going to keep doing it. And, you know. Well, I'm the same philosophy of doing business. I just think like the more I bless others, the more I end up being blessed. Yeah. It's not with an expectation. It's just Mm-mm. putting it out there and keep doing good for other people. Yeah. And it just seems to work out that, you know, things come back around and you're taken care of and you're blessed. And then you're able to bless more people. Right. Just like you were talking about earlier around giving a portion of your profit towards helping the nonprofits. Mm-hmm. That's an example of that, of blessing mm-hmm. others, being that go-giver mindset. Well, I've been on the other side of it. I've worked in nonprofit and yeah. wished I could get training and, you know, it wasn't available. And yeah. so it's been really great to be able to provide that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes, it is. And I, I think you're, uh, that is an invaluable resource that you are with mm-hmm. your, your background and your experience and your ability to go in and train and coach maybe organizations that don't have within their budget the mm-hmm. ability to do that. And there's a distinct mm-hmm. need yeah uh, that's a beautiful blessing that you're able to provide from your business so that's very cool and they do amazing things mm-hmm. i mean this community has such an engaged nonprofit community um you know coming from a city like philadelphia you know i worked in the city for seven years um mm-hmm. you know we had a lot of fantastic nonprofit organizations very you know national mm-hmm. and and had access to a lot of funding mm-hmm. um wilmington just gives mm-hmm. 
And that I mean, and, and we have nonprofits that cover whatever it is you need. We've got a nonprofit that yeah. can help you. Um, and you know, I would love to see continued. Um, there's some crossover, mm-hmm. so being able to collaborate, I think, would be helpful. Um, but yeah, I just I'm always amazed at the level of heart that this mm-hmm. community has, mm-hmm. and um, you know. It's, it's great to be a part of that. It is a great place to live, and it is a unique culture, no doubt. And then I've been trying to figure out how, how to stay here ever since I got here <laughs> in 2002. So one of the things, uh, I always like to ask my guests two questions. Mm-hmm. And the first one's more personal. The second one's more for others. But as you're moving forward in life and as you're growing this business, YNY People Development is and just as a, a wife, as a mother, you know, what is it right now that you're really working on for yourself to mm-hmm. reflect more of the life that you want to live? Self-care. Mm. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends, uh, colleagues, um, my, my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's burnout, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and when I talk to my coaching clients, their, their teams are burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot be our best selves. Mm-hmm. If we are exhausted, yeah, mentally, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's selfish mm-hmm. for me to do yoga a couple times a week, no. close my door, and take time to breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's incredibly important, and so I think that um, you know, for right now, um, I want to be the best mom, mm-hmm. and uh, to do that, I need to be able to be relaxed, and mm-hmm. I need to be able to have a clear mind. And so I think that that is probably the focus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that our, the companies that I work with, and just on, on a you know, larger scale, companies have to recognize that mental health is so important. Yes. And we've all been through the ringer. We're all going through trauma. Mm-hmm. And for some, it's worse than others. Right. And as employers, we have to recognize that. Mm-hmm. And um, what's been... I don't know if I'd say it's a blessing of the pandemic, but personal home and work have crossed over. And we were getting there before, Mm -hmm. but truly home and work have crossed over. Um, And so there's some really great pieces to that because what it does is it allows supervisors to now have those conversations about, wow, I see that baby that's crying in your lap during that Zoom Mm -hmm. meeting, you know, and and it just gives a whole new layer of empathy Mm-hmm. Um, and how can I help you, mm-hmm. um, I think has become a, a question that more people are asking. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about here's the deadline for this project. Right. And so I think that that's a really good thing because we're thinking about the mental health and the conversations. It's become so much less taboo. Yes. And that's important. Yeah. Because mental health is, is physical health when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. Yeah, to tie that back to the reflect acrostic of the mirror book, it's, you know, love yourself and let others know you love them. So mm-hmm. your ability to give is based on you're filling up your own cup. First sometimes. In order to give <laughs> right. more for others, whether it be for your son or your husband or your clients. Yeah. So absolutely, it's important that you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I know you do great work and make an mm-hmm. impact on a lot of people. So I hope you uh, continue to focus on Filling your cup up so you can be your very best self for others. Trying. And I encourage everyone around me to do the same. Mm-hmm. Always. So you've got a lot of life experience and you've been helping Are people. Are you saying I'm yeah. old? No, 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 no. <laughs> but you've got a you you know, you've got experience in education, you yeah. got experience in nonprofits, you got mm-hmm. experience training and coaching, and you've you've probably learned a lot 
mm-hmm. through all those different experiences of life. And I always ask people, so like, if there's one bit of wisdom that you'd want to impart with other people to reflect more of the life that they want, what would that be? Everyone you meet or interact with has value. Mm. Figure out what that value is. Mm. Listen. Get to know people. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a grad school professor, um, and she, and you know, this has been 15 years ago. She said the best, the best advice that she would give you is to say, when you meet someone new, tell me your story, mm. and then shut up. <laughs> and it's amazing what you will learn. Yeah. And you know what? I've I've used that mm-hmm. a lot in my life. And by getting to know someone and showing interest, and letting them know. They're valued mm-hmm. just by listening. Yes. Um, I, that, I think, is such an important lesson mm-hmm. for all of us. I think if we all took time to value others mm-hmm. more, the world would be a much kinder mm-hmm. place. Well, hopefully you felt valued today. I did. I'm so excited trying, to be here. Trying so to, grateful. Uh, to listen and learn from you. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the impact of our listeners getting the opportunity mm-hmm. to hear from you. And I'm imagining some of them are going to want to hear more. Right. So it's like if if people want to hear more about why and why people development mm-hmm. or Stephanie Adams, how is the best way to reach out to you? So uh, it's WNY People Development, and WNY stands for Why Not You. Um, again, being able to break through that confidence wall that mm-hmm. we all seem to have. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, www.wnypeopledevelopment.com is our website. So yeah. just wnypeopledevelopment.com. Mm-hmm. We are on Instagram, YouTube. Um, you know, our regular website and, um, Stephanie Adams, it's Stephanie with an F that messes everybody (laughs) up. I always joke with my mom, I'll be in therapy till I die because (laughs) she put an F in my name. Um, but Stephanie Adams with an F and I can be found on LinkedIn. Um, as long as also a WNY people development page. Absolutely. Well, I'm hoping that, uh, people will reach out, take advantage of your training and other services that you're willing to provide because I know they will be enriched by that Mm -hmm. experience because you have so much to give. It's been a complete pleasure to have you as a guest on the Reflect the Life You Want podcast today, Stephanie. Thank you, Tim. And I am excited for the growth of, of your book and your brand. I mean, you have such a great message to share with the world and the more people that get it, the better off we'll be. Well, thank you very much, and uh, look forward to having you back. You go out there and live a life of greatness. Thank you. Thank you.